This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So thanks for tuning in to the fifth episode of HFC Chat and this week I'll be discussing Saturday's result, the events that unfolded, a preview for Saturday's trip to Sutton and a large discussion with Pools fans Jordan Richardson and Thomas Morris. Firstly, Saturday's narrow 1-0 defeat to Ebbsfleet at Victoria Park came due to a 78th minute penalty from the visitors that some may argue was slightly dubious. I thought that having seen the game... Myself, the scoreline wasn't a fair reflection, with Pools creating more than their fair share of chances. The most straightforward and glorious chance really came in the second half with a Ryan Donaldson deliver, delivery into the box, finding Aidan Keener with a lot of time and space, and he put his header straight at the keeper. There are a few more chances um, throughout the game, and their visiting keeper managed to hold on to a Josh Hawks free kick in the dying embers. However, the game was marred by quite a few incidents, which I'm not going to delve too much into as investigations are still ongoing, but I'm sure you know my stance on this. The point that I want to make um, was the constant conning of the referee throughout the match by the visitors. Uh, Some examples, the number 26 of Ebbsfleet, McGlashan proceeding to head the ball straight back at a young fan late on in the game and then going going down holding his face. Um, another being their striker right at the end after the full-time whistle, inciting our fans, um, which led to quite a coming together between the two teams. Um, thankfully, their man received a red card, possibly on, the only thing that the referee did right in the game, and uh, Dave Chaloner also was shown a red there was some very positive news though as Dave Challoner and the lads had a whip around after the game to give a donation of £200 towards the northwest corner. Something that I know the fans and themselves the, as the northwest corner will appreci- appreciate greatly. So a big shout out to them for the gesture. Um, we all know what a change there has been in the atmosphere both home and away due to the changes that they've implemented and it's great to see the players and the staff acknowledge the support further and I think it further highlights the 
the unity that's back between the club, the staff, the hierarchy, the players and the fans. Now, if we look at Saturday's encounter before Jordan and Thomas join us, Sutton currently sit 14th and five points behind Pools. They have only suffered one defeat in the last five games, which came back on the 3rd of March, which was a 1-0 defeat to Halifax. Harry Buterman is the top scorer with 15 goals in the National League this campaign, two of which came earlier on this season. The last meeting um, between us was back on the first day of the season and the 3-1 defeat for Pools with Beautyman and Randall getting the goals and Jimmy Toure was the scorer for Pools. In terms of team news uh, for Pools, Macaulay Sudermales is expected to return into contention for this weekend as he missed a defeat to Ebbsfleet after he was knocked unconscious at Solihull last Tuesday. I know that would be great news for us as fans. Uh, we know what an impact he has week in, week out. Um, and there are also no new injury worries for Dave Challoner going into the weekend. So now we're, go uh, we're going to listen to what I recorded earlier with Jordan and Tom, both Pools fans. Um, I do apologise for the sound quality in places due to trialling a new method. Here is what they both had to say. So this week, joining me on the podcast, I've got Thomas and Jordan, both Pools fans, and my questions for you to start off are, how did you get involved with Pools, and what's the best game in your memory? Hi mate, yeah, yeah, um, first, uh, first got involved with Pools through uh, my father, he's a uh, lifelong supporter of the club, mm -hmm. and uh, despite never actually living in Hartlepool personally... Um, since he first took me along in 2003 in the promotion season um, I've never been able to shake it off mm -hmm. and uh, I've become a big follower of the club ever since then yeah. um, and in terms of my uh, favourite game uh, and there's a few that few that stand out but definitely I think what would be my favourite would be when we won promotion at Wickham in um, 2007 mm -hmm. and so obviously a great season uh, we'd gone a huge part of it unbeaten we are playing some great stuff under Danny Wilson um, and it just really reminds me of some of the, the better times which hopefully mm. we'll see return shortly yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no I just, just recall it being a, a great day out in the sun with Richie Barker scoring a lovely diving header in front of the mm. fans to send us back up to League One mm. yeah. um, so that's definitely Definitely a standout one for me. Brilliant. Now you, Jordan. Hi. Um, well, I got involved with Pools. Um, I think I was about 80 years old. Uh, my first season was, ironically, the the, um, the Bell final season, 2004-2005. Yeah. Um, so I used to go to this, this football club on a, on a Saturday morning. Um, and afterwards, I used to take you to the match. Um, so nobody in my, my family really likes football. So mm -hmm. I, I guess I'm a bit of a first-generation football fan. Yeah. Um, great memories of that. Um, and I think my first game was in October of that year. Um, I think we beat Chesterfield 3 2, and I think Anthony Sweeney scored a hat trick that day. Right. Uh, so it was a yeah, great memory. So for Sweeney, probably one of my all time favourite Bulls players. Mm -hmm. uh, because of that, obviously, seeing them, seeing the stars that played that day as well, lives, lives well in the memory. Yeah. Perfect. And then, Thomas, uh, what have you noticed change at the club most in terms of like the mentality, the atmosphere in the recent past since Dave Challoner's come in? I think 
he's uh, made made a huge impact. Um, I think all around everything seems a lot more positive now, mm. sort of on and off the field. I mean, part of that I'd say is owed to um, Raj and the other members of the backroom team who have helped stable the ship a bit after several years of sort of upheaval and chaos to be honest mm-hmm. um, but I think yeah everything seems a lot more positive and you know the atmosphere's getting a lot better at the home games again now yeah uh, and for me personally uh, I, I, I think for quite a long time I've probably been attending the games more out of loyalty rather than hope mm. or anything else whereas mm. now I'm actually starting to look forward to attending the games again which if I'm completely honest um, I've probably not felt that way for, for a good few years now so yeah yeah, no, it's just, as I say, from my point of view, just it's really nice to be able to, to, to be going to the games now, expecting us to, to play well, score goals, and um, and yeah, actually enjoy watching watching pools again. So uh, I'd definitely say it's, it's all around a lot more positive now, um, and a lot of that is owed to Dave Chalmers, definitely, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got the uh, feel-good factor back at the club. I mean, I... I totally agree with you in terms of going to games and looking forward to it now. And we and we're expecting, as I said to my dad at the weekend, we're expecting for us to get results. So when we went when I went on Saturday against Ebsley and we lost, I mean the lads gave it everything, but we're expecting to beat teams now. We're not just that team who oh yeah, be we say they're gonna win at the weekend because that's what we want. But we're actually genuinely believe that the lads will do a job. That's it, no, and um it is, it's nice, as you say, to be able to, to turn up to the games and feel a, a whole lot more optimistic about it. And mm. See, taking, taking Saturday out of the equation, um, we've actually started to build up a bit of home form, which yeah. we've not had in so long. Mm. Um, and it, generally, if you look at the best teams across all divisions, there isn't many who, um, who, who do well and get promotions into playoffs without having a solid home form. Mm. Mm. Um, so I definitely think that's 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 been really good to see us start to make a Vic, the Vic a bit more of a fortress. Yeah. Um, because we haven't seen that in a long time. No, I um, agree with you. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully Saturday was just a, a bit of a blip in that respect. Mm. We can get back to um, picking up um, sort of a, a few more wins between now and the end of the season. Because I definitely think if we are going to get in the, the playoffs, that's what we're going to need. Yeah. 100% thanks for that uh, Jordan where do you think we need to recruit and improve to make us that little bit better so we're beating teams like Ebsfleet even though that may be a blip um, yeah. what do you think on that matter well I think I, um, I, think I speak on behalf of most Hills fans um, when I say that we've got a lot of faith in Chandler his track record was impressive and with the, the players that he's brought in so far um, I may look for I might be honest. Mm. Um, I'd obviously like to see the, the long players sign, like some Gary Little um, and Shelton have already been mentioned, haven't they? So, yeah. uh, that they'd be good if we could get them signed up as soon as possible. Um, but in terms of the others, um, Southern Hills not a scene, I'd love to see them stay. Mm. Um, but on those two, I think it may be slightly difficult um, given, and obviously, I've seen his age and, and where he's at. I think there'll be clubs above us potentially looking at him. But yeah. If we could tie him down, but obviously we've got that relationship with Palmer. Obviously, worked together at Files. Um, he'll be he'll be one of the first players I sign the summer because it, it's an area we obviously need to strengthen um, defensively. Um, so if, if we continue with the, the partnership between Gary Little um, and obviously seeing them both sign permanently, that would be that'd be a great boost. Um, 
but obviously I've got to give a big mention to Southern Hills. Um, yeah. Massive, massive boots to Southern also um, left for Luton in, in January. Um, and he, he's just taken to it like a duck to water, to be honest. He's been absolutely phenomenal for us. Yeah. Uh, I think he, we missed him at the weekend. I think we missed his energy going forward as well as his defensive contribution. Um, he, he, for me, it's a bit difficult with him because with him being at Fleetwood, and if he impresses, he might get a say in whatever goes on there in the summer. Yeah. He might be back at Fleetwood next season. Um, or he might be looking at obviously League Two clubs uh, and also clubs in our league. But you know what? They've, they've both um, they've both really impressed. I think all of Chalmers of Lone Sands so far have really um, really impressed. So I think that's why we were a bit we're optimistic when it comes to recruitment because we know he's got a good eye for a player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's looking for the sake of signing them. Um, where we've probably seen that in the summer where we were we were a bit heavy on bodies. Um, yeah. Recruitment was better. Um, going off. The sound of I think for Charlton, it sounds like he wants to the start off with obviously not the biggest squad, uh, and then and then bringing bodies as the season progresses because obviously as you know there is no transfer window for our league. Mm. We could always we could always build on on what's going on at the time, uh, but, but yeah, in terms of in terms of strength and in, in positions, um, we could probably fill those gaps with a lot of players we've got. Um, mm. I'll go back to Shelton, he massive. He stays with us because he's really impressive. Um, but yeah, it, it, externally, I'd like to see another left back coming, um, give some competition to Mark Kitchen, and mm. I think another another winger similar to, to Luke Molyneux's ilk. Uh, it's a shame that that Callum Roberts went to Notts County from Blythe because I think he would have been he would have been great fit for us. He's a yeah. local lad, uh, trying to find his way back into back into football, and you can see the talent. I mean, I think he scored last night for them. Um, mm. He he would be a great one for me, but obviously. He's at knots. We've got to look look elsewhere. But someone like him, and obviously, if we don't keep Rob Parker, a big unit of a striker would would be great for us. Um, but as I say, whatever happens, I've got, I've got faith in Teller now and what he what he wants to do. So hopefully, we can um, we can give it a good go next season with with the right players coming in. Yeah, you de- I have so much more faith in his recruitment now. He's looking much further afield than the northeast clubs or the clubs that we usually go to sign players from. And it's great to see like he signed that striker um, from America at the weekend before Saturday's game, and it just shows that he's he's wanting to make links in so many different places, and he's not just going to go down the path that ex-pools managers usually have in terms of just getting players from the northeast um, yeah. on loan from like Borough and Sunderland. And I think that's really refreshing and that'll really help us going forward. I think that was a massive downfall for me in the past um, with recruitment, that they were just recruiting those types of players and we weren't going any further than that. But now he's getting players in from everywhere and it's really paying off. Well, that's it. I think I think another thing that really plays in our favour with, with Chalner is people really buy into him. I know Pills fans have... Obviously, we, we swear by every word he says. I think one of the biggest things about signing for a club is you want to play for a manager who believes in you mm. is not only gonna well essentially you want you want your manager to, to help further your career and improve you as a footballer so mm. I think I think obviously like ourselves I think the players obviously believe in, in China, um and, and his philosophies and I think that, that sounds some good said when we're looking to uh, recruit in the summer and obviously tie down the the players that we, we've currently got that we want to keep I think that's going to play a big, big part on that yeah, 100%. Right, a couple more questions for you. Thomas, I'll ask you this first. Uh, who's your standout player this season for you? 
standout player this season. Um, the front runners, I'd say, um, I, I think, I think there's been there's been a few players who I think have done well um, for, for for sort of spells of the season, periods of the season, but um, haven't played enough. I.e., I'd say Holland falls into that bracket. I think when he's played, he's been great, but he's sort of been in and out of the team mm. for various reasons, suspensions and. Yeah. Injuries and, and little things like that, um, which has been a bit frustrating for him. Because I think when he does play, I think I'm a huge fan of his, and I think he makes mm. things happen. And um, and he's he's winning quite a few goals and assists this season. Um, but I think I think in terms of um, yeah, the actual player of the season would, would probably have to be Featherstone for me, which yeah. um, actually takes quite a lot for me to say on the basis that I've been quite critical of him in the past. Mm. Um, I always think that he's brought. He's always brought something to pie, but I've always just been a bit frustrated by him more so off the ball. Mm. And in terms of, I've, I've often doubted whether he's takes some responsibility, sort of out of possession, yeah. trying to win the ball back. But basically, that is one area in particular I've seen him improve a lot in um, in this season, particularly in the last two or three months under under Chowner. Mm. Um, so, so no, yeah, definitely, I, I definitely say this has been his best season, and I'd probably say he has been our best player this season. Again, he's um, he's been in the, he's been in the lineup most weeks, um, and he's he's weighed in with a few goals as well, which which has been uh, another improvement in his in his game. Um, so no, I'd probably say yeah, I, I, I think even though Torre's sort of blown hot and cold a little bit, um, we can't forget that he's our top scorer and he's mm-hmm. uh, contributed a lot. Um, but I just think it is so, especially in the last sort of month or two, it's been a bit quieter, and therefore, in terms of overall consistency throughout the season, I'd, I'd probably have to say Featherstone. Um, but I'd also, yeah, give sort of special mentions, I think, in terms of that um, question to the likes of Kyoso, who I think was probably um, odds on for player of the season had he stayed mm-hmm. beyond January. Yeah. Um, She's unfortunate to see him go. Um, so yeah, no, I definitely think he deserves an engine in that in that bracket as well. Um, and then there's there's also been um, I think a, a few of the sort of consistent performers, like including I think Donaldson's upped his game this season as well. Yeah, um, which has been good to see. Um, but yeah, probably have to take Fabriston. Yeah, I mean Nicky's work rate. It's a different class now. He's he's covering like we loses the ball, but he's straight back and he's trying to win it. And it's just a completely different player. We always knew, as he said, that he's capable of 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 playing re- how he does his quality when he's when he's um at his top of his game. But we haven't seen that consistently. And I think it now now that he is performing consistently, that's one of the reasons why we're now competing. Because he's just really turned things around, and he the way that he looks to play balls in behind, and his awareness and his tracking back, it's just made him a really solid contender for um, player of the season this year. Definitely, yeah, I have to agree, and I think um, since since Shelton's come into the side as well, um, that's 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 helped him as well. Mm, mm. Um, as I think again, Shelton's influence has, has has helped a lot by the looks of things. Um, which seems to be said for quite a lot of our players as well. Which again is further credit to Chalana because I think he he definitely seems um, to be good at getting the best out of players. Yeah. Um, which I, I think that's that's often been the question under other managers actually, um, because I think despite the fact that 
Um, a, a lot of our recruitment has been gubbins, to be honest, over the last few years. Mm. Um, there has often been a, f- a few sort of decent players in there, but we've, we've sometimes struggled to get the best out of them. Um, but I think Sharana, um, he, he's a winner, um, and he definitely seems to be good at you know yeah having a, having a, a strong relationship with the players mm. and then yeah getting getting them to buy into what he's what he wants. And yeah, just overall getting the best out of them, which is which is great to see. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you there, Jordan. I'm going to put the pressure on you now. Who yeah. is gonna? Are we going to make the top seven? It's a difficult one. That um, I mean, this time last week we were all absolutely buzzing and it was dead certain. Uh, we were all booking our our train tickets for Wembley and hotels mm. and whatnot. Yeah, uh, I think it's very difficult to get ahead of yourself when, when we have a result like we did at Solihull last week. Yeah. Um, just as easy to, to get down about it after the after the result we had at the weekend and results not not going our way last night. Um, for me, I'm just enjoying the ride really. Yeah. I'm enjoying having positive to cling on to um, because we never really have anything positive to, to play for at this stage. Um, so it's nice to be looking up instead of all our shoulders for a change. Yeah. Um, it's a difficult question. I mean, if we get a win at the weekend, then then obviously we're all going to be buzzing again. But I think one of the things that, that Chalner is stressing is that we, we just keep level headed about things because mm. as I say it's easy to get high when you're winning and in the same sense it's it's easy to feel sorry for yourself when you're losing yeah. um, so if not this season I definitely think next season I mean as I say I'm just going to enjoy the ride of it because I think we'll definitely we'll definitely be getting out of this league under Dave Chalner that's for certain yeah I couldn't agree more I think the thing as you said we haven't had something to play for at this stage of the season well, we have in terms of relegation, but in terms of actually trying to get out of this league or get out of any league for quite some time now. And I think it's it's very easy as fans when you get a result, like you said, at Solihull, to to think, oh, yeah, this is our year easily. And then when we lose, it's it's the everyone's oh, a bit down. But I think, obviously, we've just got to enjoy how we're playing, as he said. And it's good to be it's proud, again, of the team. Uh, haven't had that in a while. Actually, the way they're fighting for everything and and they're really caring about the results, it's just quite refreshing to see. So I know that Dave Challoner is the man. I think I speak for all Pools fans. Really, he knows the game inside out, and and he really wants success. He's not gonna he's not gonna go off that. He he'll keep going even if we don't get up this year. Um, and I think it's just key to keep him for as long as we can. Yeah, dead right. As you say there, um, we're on the right track, aren't we? Let's be honest. I think mm. everyone, even after the weekend, albeit we're all disappointed in the events of of Saturday, weren't great. Um, mm. We're all you know, um, and we're, we'll, be, we'll be going again on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so we're very much looking forward to that. Hopefully, bounce back of a week. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. So, just to f- before we finish off, um, if I could ask you both for your predictions for Saturday, if you want to go first, Jordan, um, you just give us your score prediction, please. Yep. So, obviously, we're on, we're on the Echo Turf again. It's not the best record on on the free G, but Jim mm. um, will be against his ex club, and and I think he'll be, uh, he'll be well up for that. So, I'm going to say two nil pools with goals coming from Jimmy Tierra and Bullahan. Uh, Brilliant. And what about you? Uh, um, it's going to be a tough one going down there mm. um, but I think since since Chalner's uh, Chalner's been a manager we've we've usually uh, reacted well to, to bad results mm. um, and therefore 
I'm I'm pretty confident it's going down there and and getting something. Um, hopefully we can go down there and, and we can have a bit of fun with it and come away with three points. Um, so yeah, I'll go for a sneaker, a nice one nil victory. Brilliant. Well, thanks very much for coming on today, boys. Really appreciate it. And if anyone else wants to come on in the future, please do get in touch with the social media pages. Thanks again, lads. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks again to both of them for coming on. And as I mentioned, if anyone does want to come on, just get involved by messaging at HUFC Chat on Twitter and Hartlepool United News on Facebook. I have a special guest on next week's episode, All Being Well, and that is something that you will not want to miss, I can assure you. Well, we go into Saturday's game, one point outside those playoff spots. Hopefully the lads can do the business, and if results go our way, we could be sitting in the top seven by the time the new podcast is released. Thanks again for listening into another episode of HUFC Chat. I do hope that you've enjoyed it, and if you have any feedback, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Keep the faith and never say die. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.